episode number 12 of the Casca Grossa Jiu-Jitsu podcast. And in this episode, we're gonna talk about a little bit of a history of BJJ, how everything started, and how Jiu-Jitsu became this great sport. Here we go. Guys, back then, Belém, the capital of Pará, a state in the north area of Brazil, was a very rich city with a lot of immigrants, especially Japanese immigrants who flooded the region, you know, and some of them also brought their knowledge in martial arts, including Jiu-Jitsu and Judo. So Mitsuyo Maeda, a judoka, and also known as a Kondikoma, so he eventually arrived in Belém to compete. So Gastão Gracie was a very powerful businessman at the time. So he was very hungry to test any business opportunity that he thought would be successful. So he took his 15 years old son Carlos Gracie to watch one of his Maeda's fights at the theater. So that day, guys, in 1917, forever changed the history of fighting. So guys, at the time, Carlos Gracie was always getting into trouble on the streets of Belém. He was a very troubled kid. He was known for breaking windows, you know, smashing cars, throwing rocks in people's house. <laughs> yeah, it was really a troubled kid. So Carlos Gracie even targeted the French embassy during World War I. It was up to Gaston Gracie to prevent any later punishment. So after watching Maeda perform at the theater, Gaston realized that martial arts could help calm his boy down a little bit. So when Maeda began to teach Jiu-Jitsu in his home, Carlos Gracie was quickly sent to become one of his students. So Maeda saw the boy and he immediately saw potential in Carlos Gracie, while the skinny teenager saw in Jiu-Jitsu a way to defend himself from larger opponents. So guys, in his first class, Maeda asked the students to volunteer to experience the mystery of apparent death which is what Maeda called choking an opponent to the point of unconsciousness. No one was willing to volunteer for such a scary experience. So they had that moment of silence, and the Gracie finally entered the ring and said he would do it. But he wanted to show how brave he was. So Maeda put his arms around Gracie's neck and began to squeeze in a real naked choke. And at some point Maeda simply stopped, and he said, It doesn't fit a great champion to start learning jiu-jitsu by losing his consciousness. So according to Carlos Gracie's biography, which was written by his daughter Hayla Gracie, Rogers Gracie's mother, so Carlos was sent outside the ring and another kid replaced him to be choked out. So Carlos Gracie fell in love with Jiu-Jitsu that day and spent months of training under Maeda and every day until the Japanese master eventually departed for Liverpool. Once Count Coma was across the ocean, Gracie continued alongside Jacinto Ferro and his brothers, Osvaldo and Gastonzinho. So when Maeda returned to Belém, Gracie went to train with Maeda for another three years, learning a mix of different variations of Jiu-Jitsu, training with other people as well. So since Maeda had traveled around the world and fought so many different styles of opponents and learned different forms of Jiu-Jitsu, he only taught the young Gracie the most effective attacks that would work in street fights turning what would come to know as a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or Gracie Jiu-Jitsu into one of the most efficient forms of combat. So guys, that's how it all started. So as time went on, Gaston Gracie went bankrupt. In another one of his professional business adventures, the Gracie family continued to bounce between fancy houses in times when they had money to more simpler homes. So in December of 1921, Gaston's father, Pedro Gracie, died in Rio de Janeiro. And Gaston, who never really had a good relationship with his dad, decided to move back from Belém to Rio de Janeiro. So he took Carlos Gracie with him, who never again returned to Belém and never again crossed paths with Maeda. But guys, the jiu-jitsu seed was already planted. Carlos Gracie ended up having 21 children with five women. 
the legendary Carson Gracie, Holes Gracie, while his younger brother Elio brought nine kids into the world with two wives. Among those children, UFC founder Horion Gracie and Value to the Star Hickson Gracie, Royce Gracie, and Hoyler Gracie. That's a lot of kids, man. Can you imagine having 21 kids? Having two, they're already driving me crazy, you know? <laughs> So guys, the Gracie name became one of the most powerful families around. So guys, that's how we started, you know, the, the Japanese legacy. So as you may know, Jiu-Jitsu had existed for centuries in Japan. Jiu-Jitsu translates as um, gentle art or soft art, which had the idea of using one strength in the most efficient way. You know, rather than resisting force with force, the idea was to use the opponent's strength against them using efficient techniques in an intelligent fashion to overcome raw strength, you know, and aggression. So that was the philosophical core of Jiu-Jitsu. So guys, in my mind, I think it's important to know a little bit of the history of the sport that you train, you know, especially Jiu-Jitsu, because it's really a very powerful skill that you, that you have, you know, so you can learn so much from. It's a lot of things that you can use. I always mention in the podcast that you can really use principles of Jiu-Jitsu and apply in every single area of your life, you know in relationships, in business, at school, when you're going to prepare for an exam, little things you can really implement. So try to make the most out of it, guys. So like I said in the previous episode, having a chat with PJ, you know, Jiu-Jitsu is the ultimate problem-solving skills that you can have. So in a nutshell, you're going to increase your ability to solve problems and test solutions under pressure. And I think over the years of training, you know, you're going to start realizing these positive impact of BJJ and your ability to resolve problems at work, at home, at the gym, anywhere, really. That's pretty much it, guys. So if you like this episode, give us a thumbs up, leave a review if you want it. If it's a good or bad review, it doesn't matter. I would appreciate the same way. Thanks again for listening to the Kashka Gurasa Jiu-Jitsu podcast. And I'll see you next time. Oos.